Welcome back, everybody. This is the Hop Nation USA podcast. We are back. They haven't kicked us off the airwaves or the internet or anywhere else. So we're going to keep doing this. My name is Adam. I am one of your hosts. Of course, I am happy to be with you. This is episode 195 for those keeping track at home. I assume everybody has a nice little notebook going, checking off all the episodes that they've listened to to make sure that you've listened to everything. Make sure you've read all the articles on our website. That way, you're up to date with everything that we're doing. If you haven't, start now. We'd appreciate that. Uh, with us, of course, is Steve. Steve, are you here? Yes, I, I, I can be found here <laughs> on the show, Adam. <laughs> Good, because if you weren't here, we would have bigger problems because you're the one that sets this up. Yeah, it, that, that would be very bizarre for me to just tune out. <laughs> <laughs> You would just set up the Zoom link and then just eh, walk away and watch Jeopardy for half an hour. Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't have to do it like a seance and, you know, ask into the ether <laughs> if I've joined you. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> well, I mean, you are a cybernetic head, so we do have to, you know, verify that. I understand. I understand. You know, you could be off watching Jeopardy yelling at Dr. Oz because he doesn't deserve to be on the show. Yeah. Get that fucking trash bag off there. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's, I couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself because <laughs> he sucks, yeah, but we're not going to dwell on him. He's not worth our time or our lack of patience with him. We've got beers to talk about. We've got people to talk to. So of course we have guests on the show and we have a guest host back on the show. He was so excited. He ripped his sleeves off before he got on the show. Dennis guy is back. Dennis from first sip brew box. Welcome. Yes. I definitely wanted to jump on this episode. I never miss an opportunity to hang out with you guys and, uh, you know, just talk brews and meet good people. That's what we love to do. Good, oh, you said good people. That can't be Steve and I. So. Oh, no, no. It, it's assuming that there's going to be said, he said, <laughs> Yeah, He said meet good people. That means he's already met us. He knows us. Yes, yes. And fortunately for him and for everybody else, we have a fourth guest, a very special guest, first time on our program, where we are going to learn our ABCs. Shalonda White, the Afro Beer Chick, welcome to the Hop Nation USA podcast. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited to be here. This has been a long time in the making, uh, and it is finally here. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> So I guess we should get right into the beers. Yeah. Steve, you want to go first? I can. Okay, go ahead. What do you got? I can. Uh, I'm going to start the episode. I don't really have a theme or anything. I'm kind of cleaning out the fridge this week. <laughs> that is a theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this week's theme for myself is cleaning out the fridge, but I found this sitting in the fridge. It is the Cordelette by North Country Brewing out of Slippery Rock, PA. It is an oatmeal cookie ale. Uh, comes in at 7% on the ABV. Originally bought this thinking it was going to be a stout, but it's actually just more of a brown ale. Mm. Yeah. Um, unfortunate, though, I don't really get much anything on it. 
Mm. Oh, so is it pretty much just a straightforward brown ale? Yeah, more or less. <laughs> oh. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. They aren't underappreciated style. No, yes. there's nothing wrong with it. It's just like there's nothing oatmeal cookie about it either. Damn. Yeah. But it, it, it's it's fine drinking. It's, uh, you know, again, like you're already just kind of saying, it's more of a down-the-middle brown ale. Uh, it's not too sweet one way or the other, but yeah. It did to, I don't know. Don't I don't think I would get it again just because I was kind of disappointed and there's, I don't know, better brown ales to be had, but That's it's fair. fine. It's fine. <laughs> Why does Steve remind me of an old man yelling at clouds right now? <laughs> fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> it's all right. Could have been better. It's yeah. raining. <laughs> Could have been better. Could have done a little bit more with it. <laughs> He's not mad. He's just disappointed. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Dennis, how about yourself? Well, speaking of brown ales, I also have a brown ale. Brown ale. (laughs) Yeah, it's called First Love from McAllister Brewing. We visited their brewery uh, a couple weeks ago when we were out doing our collaboration with Free Will Brewing in Perkesee, Pennsylvania. McAllister Brewing is right outside of Perkinsey in North Wales. Fell in love with the brewery. Really good vibe, really good atmosphere. To us, it's just as important as the beer itself. Uh, So I really enjoyed some of their other browns. They actually had a couple different brown ales on tap. I crushed one of them called I'm Not a Cat. (laughs) Apparently after some viral meme where this lawyer was logging into court, you know, because of the pandemic, they were logging in. Mm-hmm. And somehow he had a setting on his computer that put a cat overlay on his face. And he's like, Judge, I swear I'm not a cat. As if there was any that, like, all of a sudden a cat showed up and got right. his law degree and fighting cases. Uh, that brown ale was phenomenal. I may pull that one out. We ha- got it in a crowler. Uh, but this is the one that I did not have from the brewery that I'm excited to dip into. Uh, it's one of their oldest brown ales that they've made. And it right on there, delicious notes of bread, caramel, chocolate, and nuts. So I'm excited to dip into this. And hopefully I'm not as disappointed as Steve was with his beer selection. Best of luck to you. <laughs> oh wait you haven't even opened that up yet no he hasn't we'll come oh, back oh my him. goodness <laughs> adam what wait. are you drinking <laughs> uh well right now disappointment because i'm waiting for dennis to get into that hey man but, i'll dip in right now <laughs> but what i'm drinking is i've got the Creekside by butler brew works this is a kosh style ale because it's a kosh uh, this is definitely a v- VFW type of beer. It's straightforward. There's nothing fancy about it. But uh, it's a beautiful day here in Pittsburgh. This is definitely a back, back porch kind of beer. So I cracked it open. It's good. It looks good. It looks like a coach. It's nothing fancy. doesn't have to be. Nice and clear. I, I, it is nice and clear. Hmm. Uh, it is not fancy. It doesn't have to be fancy. And sometimes that's the way I like it. So for a coach, it's good. Butler makes good stuff. Yeah, sure do. And Shalana, what are you drinking tonight? Um, I'm drinking a Chicago local brewery called Saint Laurent. They they make some amazing beer. This is Wander On. It's a double a double drop hop. Um, it's really good. It's really smooth. Um, like I said, this brewery they don't have a physical location, so they they've been kind of like gypsy brewing because every time I turn around, I, they kind of like bounce around. But their products are always consistently good. It's I mean, 
I don't know what, what else to say about uh, Santa. I always tend to overlook my times, but I'm back with them. Um, it's, it's such a good beer. Right on. So do you know if they have any plans on establishing uh, a formal location? Are they going to continue with the, uh, uh, what was it, the Gypsy Brewing? Yeah, because, you know, when I first came out, they were brewing in uh, Darien, and then they bounced around to uh, Beguile here, which is like seven minutes from where I live. And then on this can, it said this was brewed at Ravinia. So <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> when. I mean, it happens a lot here in Chicago until someone can find that home. Because, you, as you know, real estate here in Chicago is crazy Ooh. expensive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can, I can understand why they do it. But for me, as long as the beer is cons- consistently good hey do your thing agreed agreed you can't argue with good beer yeah <laughs> and talking about beer i uh finally opened mine and slid into it and i am not disappointed this is good you're getting multiple notes you're getting that toffee that caramel taste it's a nice silky mouthfeel you can taste a little bit of the chocolate more than likely from the type of malts this is good i love it i'm not mad disappointed just all positive emotions well, not good to for mention you. that that glassware you're rocking. So I have the Hot Nation USA limited edition glassware. However, <laughs> whenever I, you know, I emceed that uh, virtual beer fest with the Hops for Hearth last week, and I slid into that, I created like an after party Zoom for some of the guests and everything, and I used it. I saw it. It's in some photos. But drunk Dennis is playing a game where he hid it somewhere, <laughs> so I couldn't find it. <laughs> fun (laughs) it'll pop up one of these days (laughs) neat (laughs) i guess i'm getting ready for easter (laughs) it's just hiding (laughs) best easter egg hunt ever instead of easter eggs dennis is hitting his own glassware (laughs) (laughs) can never trust drunk dennis don't know what shenanigans he'll get into (laughs) right on all right well i guess we can just move right on in to news notes and neat for the week and I have a story that, I mean, we haven't been able to talk about it because the past couple episodes we've been having guests on, but it's kind of a good, uh, good story to have right now. Uh, but Fresh Fest, as many people know, has completely rebranded to Barrel and Flow Fest. And you know, I think it's appropriate to talk about because, I mean, all three of us have been there. And then Shalana has also made the trip all the way from Chicago and she was at mm-hmm. 2018 Fresh Fest. Mm-hmm. And in so, 2019, if I remember correctly. No, I was 2019. I wasn't there in 2018. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know about it in 2018. Yeah. Steve saw yeah. Steve saw an Afro beer chick impersonator. Oh, Look, I, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've been at every Fresh Fest, so I <laughs> Oh yeah, the first year I think you were with us, right, Steve? When yeah, we did that was, collaboration with Allegheny City. Right. Thank God, man. Because you know, again, drunk Dennis, he just wanders off and then Sammy gets mad running the booth up by herself. And, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh wow. <laughs> now that you guys can afford in- interns and other helpers, <laughs> that That's doesn't true. happen as much. But yes, I was <laughs> very much at a lot of those beer fests as a runner for you. <laughs> and so does that mean that there's going to be a glass keeper at future events? So that somebody could keep track of your glassware, Dennis? <laughs> you know, that sounds like a perfect job description for someone. Probably make like a videographer do it since they're going to be capturing content anyways. <laughs> I'm like, don't tell me where you saw it. Just give me the footage. I'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Barrel and Flow Fest, that's the new beer fest in Pittsburgh. 
Uh, again, kind of being front manned by Dave Bracey, we can say, mm-hmm. but uh, it is very much still in the spirit of Fresh Fest, and it will be occurring September 10th through the 12th down at the Southside Works in Pittsburgh. So it's a completely changed venue from what it, even it was supposed to be in 2020, because 2020 it was supposed to be uh, all of Allentown. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a block party style mm-hmm. setup. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think the Southside Works is going to be a real great location for it, because I'm assuming it's kind of in that, it's going to be in that plaza mm-hmm. with like the Cheesecake Factory and the, uh, the movie theater and that shit. I would assume. Yeah. I didn't think about there being a cheesecake factory there. Yeah. That's going to be an 18,000 calorie day. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) He's bulking now. (laughs) I'm going to have to just not eat for the week beforehand. (laughs) Yeah. I just remember, like, we saw, like, a Bob Dylan concert. There was, they had, like, in the very early days of the Southside Works, they had, like, a big music festival. I think it was American Eagle put it on or whatever. It was like Bob Dylan and the Rackin' Tours and uh, NASA, the DJ group. Mm. But yeah, it was a cool time. But like, you know, so there's definitely plenty of space to have a beer fest down there. Right. Mm. Absolutely. So yeah, it's it's pretty exciting that they're going to have Barrel and Flow Fest down there. Uh, and just talking about it, if you're listening on a Friday, as you should be, tickets went on sale yesterday. So get them now. <laughs> you can get your tickets mm-hmm. now. Because they will sell out. Yeah. For sure. One of the cool things, though, about it is they're also going to continue doing the digital side. That's they, awesome. Yeah. They started DigiFest uh, last year in 2020. They're mm-hmm. going to continue on and do it this year as well. So you'll you be able to document everything. And uh, they're also pairing with Tavor again with all of the uh collaborations so they have black owned breweries collabing with other breweries you know to put out 16 different collaborations that you'll be able to order through tavor that'll go to 25 different states damn yeah (laughs) that's awesome and i think the doing keeping the digital segment is smart and they're kind of setting a precedent for a lot of festivals and events that went digital in 2020 there's still something to be said there people still enjoy that content and you're you're documenting the journey as well so you can you know repurpose it revisit you know years down the road so i think that's smart to keep that going yeah and not only that since this is a i'll say a nationally recognized event because it is you know if you're unable to be there you know, face to face, you can at least have that level of participation as best as you can. And I think that is a really smart play. Yeah. And just kind of speaking more back to those collabs, uh, they're bringing in like Allagash and they're pairing with Sankofa, uh, Trogues and the Harris family out of both out of Pennsylvania, uh, war cloud, very obviously known for the black is beautiful initiative that went into that people were, participating in they're pairing with spinnix and then this one is probably interesting to you uh after a beer chick uh, crown and, and hops is pairing with black calder i know you're oh, a that's fan cool <laughs> yes I, black calder is my jam I'm, I'm, <laughs> crown and hops is my jam both both of them are my jam <laughs> you got so many jams <laughs> so many jams i have i'm actually um 
hadn't released it yet. Um, we're I'm actually doing a collab, so I'm working with possibly um second chef because we were supposed to do it the last fresh vest and then all this happened so yeah we're going to see what kind of beer we can cook up with you know yes (laughs) and and i guess the ten thousand dollar question is will you be making the trip again to come back out to pittsburgh you know i was just talking to my you know my syndicate people that you know i shared the house with last uh, last year we were now planning uh, that whole scenario again of trying to get this house as of right now yes i do plan i did fuss a day i said why did you push it back to when kids go back to school yeah <laughs> that sucks and then it hit and i was like wait a minute my kid is going to be a junior in high school um i'm good <laughs> <laughs> like whatever at this point but yeah i do plan um to be there I would not be vending this year because last year, well, last time I was stuck at my table. Yeah. I, I, it was hard to get beer and I didn't have anybody to help me work my table. This time I just want to go and enjoy myself. So yeah, I'll be there. Right on. Awesome. As somebody who was there last time and did just go and enjoy, that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So much fun. Oh, the before party, the after parties. Oh, man. Oh, uh, man. For me, it was like, I think the, the 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 fun, the best moment for me was when we did the bottle share at our at our Airbnb. Because we didn't mm. expect for that many people to come through. And it was just so funny because we did it like such last minute. And then we put the filler out. And then the next thing you know, it was like so many people was coming through and they were coming through with like coolers of beer. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was like, wow, that was like, that was an epic last minute type party. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait for that stuff again. I've missed it. 2020 was a good, you know, like detox and chill year. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, didn't chill. I wow. don't know about that one. I don't know. It was like being on punishment for some shit you didn't even do. Like, <laughs> I don't know. For me, it, I was able to kind of just take a step back and just focus on just me and my wife, you know, and get our house and everything, you know, with first at brew box and everything we wanted to do. Cause you know, she, well, the, big news is she's leaving her full-time job which is awesome that we're finally to the point where i left my full-time job two years ago and she just put in her two-week notice which is fantastic mm-hmm. but all throughout predating 2020 she you know works full-time as a family therapist she's a basketball coach and she does first hit brew box and it, we were just so constantly busy 2020 she obviously had to work remotely for six, seven months, and it just gave us time to really like strategize and work with each other. And I, I, I will always be grateful for that. No, you know, obviously it was still a very negative year, how it impacted everybody, but you got to take the positives and little things where you can. Okay, I can see that. So for me, my positive was I started drinking more. <laughs> my bar, my bar has went from one bottle of bourbon to like 177 ish we're talking about bourbon and whiskey at this point <laughs> we're not even talking wow. about like the gins and the vodka oh my just goodness. bourbon and whiskey <laughs> if you got a big chuckle out of steve that you're you're <laughs> unprecedented right now <laughs> oh wow <laughs> I mean, that's really damned impressive. And also I'm very jealous and you know, we, we'll, 
we'll get more into it in the, in the next oh, most definitely yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely get into all that but yeah i i've been incredibly jealous of uh, what her and her husband have collected as <laughs> when mine's when i when i give that number that's just mine because we have separate bars oh, oh shit <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so you guys full, are good. You guys full are Full disclosure, good. between the bars, is there an arms race between who has the best and most rare at each No. See I, see, I think smart. So what I do when I was, I let him buy the expensive shit, and I drink his. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, there are times that we have to go half and half. I'm like, okay, look, babe, this this bottle's like $400. So I'm like, are you going to get yeah. it? Like, I was like, okay, fine, I'll go half. I'll give you 50. That's not how math works. You're like, that's how this oh, math works. That's how my math works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'll go half every so often, but mostly I let him get the expensive stuff in there. Yes. I just can't find him. That's smart. That is that smart. Is, that's fantastic. <laughs> now I'm doubly jealous. I didn't realize, I, didn't, I, I thought there was just the one. I didn't realize there was, oh, man. No. Mm-mm. Wait, let me guess. That's not even counting like the underground bunker of bourbons you guys have in case of emergencies. By the unopened bottles. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets it gets pretty ridiculous. That's good though. You can have something new every day for like the next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we and we steady buying more every time it's around. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> Well, well, we'll talk more about that next yeah, well, week. I'm, yeah, because I'm, I'm stuck on the bourbon bunker. I know, yeah. Bourbon bunker, oh, man. We'll get it. <laughs> we'll get that's, it. How, that's how you age your bourbons. <laughs> the only way to do it is in a bourbon bunker. <laughs> Actually, that sounds like a new brand of something. All right, I'll write that down. <laughs> okay, write that down. Uh, I had another news story, though, and it's, you know, something for all of us, because as things open up, we can think of taking vacations places. Uh and Adam, this might be even more particular to you because you like this brewery a lot, but Anderson Valley. Oh yes, oh yes. Yeah. Their winter They're... solstice is one of their one of my top five beers of all time. Yes, it's Christmas time when I drink that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're opening up a beer park. Oh, oh yeah. really? I did see something about that. Yeah. So they're basically converting. Like I think they're just on a farmstead in Boonville, and it's a basically on a 30 acre farm piece uh but what they're opening up is a giant beer park that's dog and family friendly and it has a whole bunch of amenities including 18 holes of disc golf bocce courts cornhole uh they have an outdoor stage they're gonna have like remote beer taps like away from the brewery oh so if you're off playing disc golf you can walk by a beer tap and just you know get a fill up I certainly hope they have a camping area as well. I don't think they have a camping area. They have picnic areas. They have over, like they have uh, covered seating. They have a whole bunch of like a food area that looks like it's going to hold like some small restaurants as well as room for like food trucks as well as like a kitchen. And then they'll just deliver it to you at your picnic table. Damn. Damn. That's cool. That yeah. is pretty awesome. <laughs> Anderson Valley is a super good brewery too. Whenever we did that Hops for Hearth um, event, we had Fal Allen, their master brewer, on. It was cool to hang out with him, but they did that black rice beer. It was Jesus. 
I really, it kind of woke them back up for me because I, I started thinking about them more as a, you know, obviously they're a, a decent sized brewery. And I started putting in that category of, okay, let me keep supporting the little guys, but they're still doing some super interesting beer styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of times they kind of fall into that, that valley. Right. Wait, is that a pun? You punning over there? Cause no, actually, no, I was. <laughs> oh, man, you shouldn't have accepted well, that. No, just been I'm, like, yep. I'm sorry. No, no free rides around here, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, because you, you obviously have the high points of your, of your local beers, and then you have, you know, the macros that everybody knows about. But right. when you get into the, you know, the regional and national craft stuff, that always gets into a valley where, all right, you see it, you acknowledge it, you've had it, but you don't really go back to it. Right. And I think they are in the top 25 largest breweries in the United States. I think I saw it. The Brewers Association put something like that out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Um, top 25 or top 50. One of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure they are. It's just, you know, like Adam is saying, and I think it's mostly because we're far enough away that we don't get a lot of their newest offerings. Mm, so, like, right. we'll see we'll see the commonplace ones like the Winter Solstice but we don't see you know some of the more experimental stuff and that's why probably why we don't drink them as much but i mean that's that's something you find with pretty much every brewery across the country is if you actually go to their tap room you're going to get a hold of a lot of stuff that you never even knew existed right Mm -hmm. like uh, you know our friend sam he's been to i believe he went to harpoon and he said he was completely blown away going to Harpoon. He doesn't think about Harpoon almost ever. Right. But just all the thing, all the all the secret taps that they have, all the things that you can only get at their tap room. So that he just like knocked his socks off, and he's like, "Why can't I get this stuff?" <laughs> <laughs> because you don't live in New Hampshire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where's that Boston? It's Bostonish. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Adam. Didn't mean to fact check you in the moment. <laughs> I, I, I'm so Actually. bad. I'm so bad at geography <laughs> that uh, I, I, I get so excited when I do know where something is. <laughs> Actually, I think they have two facilities. Oh, I had to get that out. I believe they do. <laughs> <sighs> uh, but I do have one uh, semi-local uh, bit of news mm-hmm. uh, as well. I wanted to add on. It's local, but not local at the same time. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, Voodoo Brewing here in Western Pennsylvania. They are once again expanding. Uh, They're going to head west into beautiful Las Vegas. They're opening a franchise out there in the Arts District, I believe is the neighborhood that they're opening a new franchise at. Hmm. That should be coming sometime in 2021. Uh, It is nearby the Abel Baker Brewing Company, which is probably one of the best breweries out in Las Vegas. Uh, They have made one of the best stouts I've ever had. Damn. Yeah. That's some high praise. It was a really good beer. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, Voodoo is expanding. Uh, I believe that puts them up to either 19 or 20 locations, uh, either open or planning to be open by the end of the year. So kudos to them. Glad to see Voodoo is ever expanding. They make good stuff. I'll support them. Yeah. Good deal. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, let's come on back to the beers that we're drinking this segment. And uh, whoever wants to go first and talk about their beer. I mean, Dennis, would you like to go first? Oh, boy, Steve, would I? (laughs) 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 No, but, you know, a lot of truth is said in jest. Um, I knew that I was in for a fun ride. Uh, Just from 
looking back on the other brown ales I had from McAllister Brewing Company, uh, located in North Wales, Pennsylvania, this first love definitely hit home. It, it gave me all the notes I look for in a brown ale. It wasn't just blah, which I feel like that's why brown ales get the rap that they get because you can have fun with them, but there's also some basic bitches out there, you know, of brown ales. Like they're just so plain. They're little, some of them come off as just, I don't know, dishwatery. That's know, after the mouth porters. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I'm I just do, saying. <laughs> I do love brown ales, but I feel like they're few and far in between that really truly hit home. A lot of them end up just being me- mediocre, but not this first love English brown ale. This was phenomenal. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying, Dennis. Um, I'm not going to say the Cordelette by North Country is was dishwater, but I absolutely get what you're saying when you say right. that because like they just lack some sort of spice or hop or something. They, they feel incomplete and they're just very flat. Right. No. Yep. That's a good way. Yeah. To put it's it. like it's like drinking like flat RC cola or something. Oh. Just something's yeah. Something's not right. But uh, yeah, this one wasn't as bad as that. But again, it was very lacking. It was just kind of a like down the middle brown ale that you would find in 2010, and not necessarily something that you would pay what I paid for. Yeah. <laughs> expecting expecting oatmeal cookie time. <laughs> So, and if you're gonna say that, you gotta, de- you you know, you gotta deliver on it. If you're gonna put something that pops out, if you're saying there's vanilla in a beer, there better be some vanilla. Right. In that beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna call something out, it better taste exactly like it, or just market it some other way. You know, hundred percent. Adam, beer. It's a Kolsch. It tasted like a Kolsch. It actually, <laughs> it's a Kolsch style because it has to be brewed in Cologne if it's not. <laughs> hey, man. Them's the facts. Them's are the facts. <laughs> it is a co-style ale. There are no umlauts on the can whatsoever. But uh, for a co-style ale, yeah, it's co-style. Yeah, cool. it's, it's fine. <laughs> it, and that's exactly what it's supposed to be. Fine. Yeah. That's, what, that's what you were looking for when you grabbed it. Yep. It checked the, the exact box I was looking for. Right on. And Shalanda, oh, how's your double dry hop? My wander on from St. Arang is good as always. Um, I kind of wish I would have been more experimental with you guys tonight, but because I have a fridge full of beer, I just started grabbing beer that's been sitting there for a moment. Yeah. Like, I need to drink this. I need to drink this. I need to drink this. So yeah, because as gotten to the point, I have more food. I mean, more beer than food. And um, the St. Arang I knew would not disappoint me at all. Thanks. Nice. Nice. I think that is the theme tonight. Let's clean out the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely got to clean it out. I got I got a vintage estates trip coming up, so I need to get Ooh. it clean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. You do. Yeah. Do you plan that out ahead, Steve? Not the going there, but what you're getting from there? Like, I've no. never been there, so I didn't no. know if, like, they had a robust website or something you'd check out. No, I don't plan out what I'm getting from there. I just go in. It's like thousands of beers. You just go, ah. Mm. Whatever's here is here. <laughs> you just hear exactly. an aisle full of people going, ah. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't have to put a name on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's take a quick break. Let's get a fresh beer lined up. Yes. Uh, let's uh, let's get Dennis talking for about thirty-five to forty-five seconds, and then we'll be right back. No wait, I do the ad. Yeah, you we can do talk the about ad. Dennis. Dennis has done the ad. <laughs> 
How are you just making things up in the moment, Adam? <laughs> We've met, right? <laughs> yeah, but you most of the time live in the world of logic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, now. 2020 was a hell of a drug. <laughs> All right, everybody. We will be right back. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is still the Hop Nation USA podcast. We have not been bought out by AB InBev. Their offers are not nearly high enough. We demand at least eight figures each for both Steve and I. Yeah. Oh, damn. Hey, this talent this good ain't cheap, Dennis. (laughs) Adam is trying to start a bidding war with Sapporo and Constellation Brands. I'm glad to see you guys are on top of it. We are and willing that to retirement drop, plan set up. That's right. We are willing to drop our seltzer line. We don't care. <laughs> but that silky smooth voice that you heard is Dennis from First Sip Brew Box. What and, that chuck- and he's still here. We have not driven him away. And that chuckle that you heard was Sholanda, also known as the Afro Beer Chick from beautiful Chicago, Illinois. Yes, it is. <laughs> Welcome back. And Steve's here too. Hooray. Hey, Steve. <laughs> I guess Adam just can't give Steve a wonderful intro every week. <laughs> no. Or ever. <laughs> so. No, no, you can't you can't boost my ego too much. <laughs> he's a, he's a mean, floating cybernetic head. He hasn't had feelings anymore. He has already <laughs> risen above humanity. I mean, look, right. he's just a head on a distant planet. <laughs> Adam's just jealous because I'm getting that double dose. That second vax. Show. I am jealous. <laughs> Some would even say I'm peanut butter and jealous. I'm gonna be. I'm oh, gonna be. No. Some, not anybody here, but some maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually am jealous. But don't worry, Steve. I will be getting that soon. I hope eventually. In the grand scheme of things. <laughs> you better start checking Ohio. Ah, <laughs> uh, actually, West Virginia. Well, West Virginia either. and Ohio probably. Either. It doesn't matter. Right. Either. They're both way ahead of schedule in compared mm-hmm. to PA. So, yeah. I, I've got an out with West Virginia. I could get in there. Yeah. Head it up and hit it out. Rawhide. Head your ass across the border because <laughs> you ain't getting in in PA for whatever dumb reason. <laughs> well, we won't get into that because that's not why we're here. No, why we're here is so I can talk about how all the Chinese restaurants I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to sushi bomb and get uh all you can eat buffet there i'm gonna get all you can eat buffet at the chinese dynasty and boardman i'm gonna go <laughs> Dude, and then the next day that and i'll just risk it <laughs> yeah well <laughs> we'll do it safely <laughs> you're better you're in much better shape than i am <laughs> I well I, I i'm hoping i'll be able to slide in and get some because i do have asthma so hopefully that might no uh, guys seriously ohio they yeah, it's open I... for everybody Stop fucking around. That, that's their new <laughs> saying. Welcome to Ohio. Open for everybody. Get it yeah. back to you. 
it's open for everybody. Stop fucking around. It, it, it doesn't matter what condition you're in anymore. If I think if you're just as long as you're older than 16 years old, you can get it in Ohio. Okay. <laughs> and seeing as we're on a craft beer podcast, I think we've all checked that box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you all have pre-existing conditions. It's called drinking. <laughs> I'm okay with that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not going to take the antidote for that one. Nah, but... <laughs> She's like, I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> but this is a craft beer podcast. So we have to talk about the beers that we're drinking. Yeah. So, yes. I'm going to go first this time because that's okay. the kind of person I am. Uh, this is a milkshake stout from Hitchhiker here in Pittsburgh. Uh, this is their triple thick. Mm. It is a chocolate and vanilla milkshake stout. Uh, comes in at a, a tidy 9% ABV. IBUs, who gives a crap? Because it's a stout and IBUs don't matter. Just in like in general and in life, IBUs don't matter. But, <laughs> I mean, I mean. That's a good-looking unit, and it tastes just as good. Oh, yes. Yeah, you get that chocolate. You get the vanilla. Uh, it It is every bit of 9%. I'll tell you that. Uh, so I'm going to enjoy this slowly, but I am still definitely going to enjoy it. So once again, Hitchhiker makes a good beer. Breaking news. <laughs> Coming up, water is wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You yeah. can't enjoy it too slowly, Adam. You only have the one segment to finish it. <laughs> this is true. Right. <laughs> Although, if I, if I were to pull the curtain back a little bit, uh, there are some segments where I don't get to drink the whole thing, so I kind of set it off to the side, and then once the show is over, yeah, then, it, then it gets finished then. Oh, you're ruining the magic for the people. <laughs> Mystery. <sighs> We've met, right? Right, Dennis? <laughs> we have. Just ruining Jesus. everything. <laughs> Dennis, what are you drinking? Oh, absolutely, Steve. So I am having a milky, milky, shaky, shaky. It is from 10-7 Brewing, who we recently had on our, uh, on our show. It is a strawberry milkshake IPA coming in at 7.3%. Now, I'm not the biggest milkshake IPA fan, but I've become a fan of 10.7's uh, milkshake IPAs from when we visited the brewery, when we did our Black is Beautiful collaboration with the Harris family and Free Will Brewing. Oh, geez, maybe this past summer, whenever that was, we swung down um, and... I tried their Milky Milky. Now, Milky Milky Shaky Shaky is a series. I tried their vanilla variant, blew me away. This is my first time trying the strawberry variant, and it is reminiscent of those, oh, those strawberry and cream, like little hard candies. I don't know if you guys kind of. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking I about. I know exactly. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. I'm, f I'm fat. I know what's up. <laughs> it is that man 100 percent. so you, it, they condition on hundreds and hundreds of pounds of strawberry uh, puree and you get like a very very smooth taste of the uh the strawberry and then it's just cream just carrying it away i think they were called taste sensations mm. that's what the candy was yep <laughs> Hey, and then those bastards discontinued it. Yeah, yeah, they did. Scumbags. <laughs> now Steve's mad all over again. Not mad, but disappointed. No, no, that one I'm mad about. I'm mad. I can't get that candy no more. <laughs> but the That's... nice thing is, we can placate him by taking him to a buffet now. Yeah, 
I can go to Chinese buffet without fear. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but beer's phenomenal. Dipped into it. It really good mouthfeel. I'm definitely enjoying it. And you can get 107 Brewing beer shipped directly to your house from anywhere in Pennsylvania. So sorry, Shalanda. Damn. Uh, we, would, we would have to do some covert ops to get you the beer, which none of us. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm going to need you to send me that. a box full of books, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. We promote right. reading of the fantasy yes. genre for everyone. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Book it club. <laughs> this is adult book it. Uh, yes. Shalanda, did you guys have that? The uh, Pizza Hut book it program where Wait. you read so many books and you get a free personal pan pizza i think that was what 80s 90s yeah that was, was so that was 80s and 90s um yes. i remember because like it would, it would come out right around the time we used to have like the book fair school and my grandfather used to send me to the book fair school with a blank check yeah and i used to have the the lady to fill it out for me and i would come back with like Sixty dollars worth of books, and he's like, "Oh, that's all you spend." I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I would go up and up and every time. Like, okay, well, fine. That's fantastic. <laughs> Man, mine bought me Klondike bars. I feel <laughs> like, come on now, <laughs> come on, granddad. <laughs> See, I, my granddad, I used to have him section off. You know, you when I, I want to clothes and shoes, I would go to my grandmother. His wife went anything educational because he was also a politician. I knew ah. to hit them up. So it was like, I knew how to play it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, unfortunately, since it's going to take us a couple of days to send you some books or aluminum tubes, as I mm -hmm. like to send out. Shalada, what? What, Dennis? No, you don't man. send out aluminum tubes? No, man. That sounds like a way how you, how you just be sending out body parts. Now I'm like, my boy's a serial killer. That's why I got to be your friend. That's, that's right. That's why you tell UPS, don't ask no questions. <laughs> but it's dripping, <laughs> sir. <laughs> it's so bad. My UPS guy know me, but he's like, I bet you got more books. I'm like, shh. <laughs> same team. Same team. Right. Yeah. So, um, so Lana, what are you drinking for this segment? So this segment, I decided to break open one of the blackest, many blackest beautifuls that I have in my fridge from people were sending me their variants. This one is from um, Big Rip. I actually just got it like right around my birthday. So shouts out to Casey, Big Queer, Queer on Twitter, um, sent me a a crazy shitload of beer. Like I had nowhere to put it in the fridge. Like I had to throw away food just to make room for beer <laughs> um and i decided to give this one a try because i hadn't had theirs and i and i'm it's, i'm enjoying it because it's straight to the point i guess in my older age of uh, uh, 42 i don't like the big pastry stouts as much and this one is just straight to the point is bold is roasty is good it's yes. like yes i'm here so was this one the the base recipe that was put out Honestly, to be honest with you, I really don't know. You know what? You know what? Maybe I don't even know what the base recipe tastes like because I've gotten so many different variants from different <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know what it should have tasted like in the first place, to be honest with you. Stop. But I am, finding, <laughs> I am finding Big Rip, of the three beers that I've had from them so far, they make some really good beer. They're in KC, in Kansas City. So yeah. Oh, okay. Damn. 
See, this is why we got to get a first hit van. Me and Sam have been playing around with the idea. We're buying a van. We're decking it out to where we can like somewhat live in it. And then we're just going on tour across country. Come to Chicago, I'm going party. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot to tell you, we are going out to Chicago. We're trying to get dates now. So if certain months work better for you, let us know so we can plan that. Summertime is always better in Chicago. You come in the cold, I'm not coming outside. <laughs> <laughs> Bottle share at Shalanda. <laughs> like, no, you can read it down. She won't even answer the door if it's cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> we hear you moving in there. Wait, is that? We heard the bottle of bourbon open. <laughs> we know you're in there. And I'll be like, this is my window. Cheers. <laughs> Steve, how about you? What are you drinking? Well, let's see. We were talking about Ohio earlier, and we were also talking about Vintage Estates. And so I have exactly that. I have a beer that I picked up at Vintage Estates that was brewed in Ohio. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> This comes from the R. Shea Brewery out of Akron, Ohio. It's called the Goza Into Effect. Mm. Uh, it is a thick-ass pastry Goza, which I don't know that I've ever had or experienced before, but it is uh, brewed with cherry, tangerine, and pineapples with marshmallow fluff and Madagascar vanilla beans. Basically, it's a Goza that was aged on a fruit sour or on a fruit salad. Oh, yeah. Damn. It's but also is it eight, good? It's also 8%. <laughs> I don't An know. 8% Goza? Yeah, exactly. I don't know that that's allowed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's there, man. So then no one stop it. Yeah. Uh, ah. <laughs> Not having a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Steve. That bad. Well, are you are you mad or are you disappointed? Because I figure that's where we are right now. <laughs> Again, disappointed. Not mad. It's just like it. It is like I've never had a thick eight percent goza, and it's just like there's so much going on with it. I've never even heard of a thick eight percent goza. You would think that that's not a thing because the goza is meant to be light, crisp, you know, a little salty, maybe right. some coriander. Like I don't get how you make that thick without being insane. Yeah. So like on the nose, it's a little bit sour and then you get a little bit of that saltiness up front that you would with normal gozas, mm -hmm. but it's also just like syrupy. Ooh. Like it's, it's kind of, yeah, it's syrupy. So what is the level of, now I'm really interested in this beer. I, I need a dissection of this thing. Like, is there <laughs> any level of tartness going on here? Yeah, there's tartness to it. Um, but it's it's like it's completely negligible it's not something that like bothers me like it's yeah i could totally drink it for that i, I think it's just again i'm kind of missing some of the other flavors mm. like, okay. like they tried to do too much and then that ended up them not doing enough right yeah yeah it just it just wound up becoming like a a, a tart sweetie bomb but you, you don't really pick out any of the specific flavors. Like you're not like, oh, here comes the cherry, here comes the pineapple, here comes the marshmallow right. fluff. It's just all like, here's fucking tart dessert. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here I is. mean, I would probably try like you know a two the five ounce sample, but chugging through a whole one. Yeah. That's off to you, Steve. <laughs> I, it's kind of almost like it says fruit salad, but it's almost like if you take that fruit cocktail syrup. Oh yeah. No. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And just kind of maybe switch that around, you know, dilute it a little bit, but yeah. Maybe if you were already hammered, but <laughs> your taste still works, so no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's not the worst thing, but it's also just yeah, not this, not it. It's not your jam, Steve. It's not nah. your jam. Okay. Nah. He feels it. <laughs> That's okay. Somebody out there will like it. Yes. I like the blue hands, though. That's cool. On the can. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, can a, art I really like. Can yeah, it's a, I, I have another one by them. I have a stout. Mm. I have fingers crossed for. But, like, they actually came recommended to us from Adam Sorma, who's working down at Trace Brewery nowadays. Right. But yeah, he said they're pretty good. So like I saw them at Vintage Estate, so I picked up two cans from them and I was like, well, I'll give them a try. All right. This well, one's not for me, but pick, big... you did pick a random ass style that there oh, was yeah. a likelihood of you hating, but you don't know that until you dip into it. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's, it's a wild thing to see on a shelf of an 8% Goza that was aged on you know fruit salad. That's a crazy thing. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's a gamble. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I also got a stout from them, so fingers crossed that that's better. And I'll let you know if it is. It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. But enough of that for now. Let's move on to our guest. Uh, we've hey. been We've been talking with Afro Beer Chick through the first segment, but now let's really focus on you know her and everything that she does. She's obviously a very big personality on beer Twitter. If anybody who's followed us on Twitter, you know, we also follow her and you know, she has a lot to say a lot of the time. <laughs> All of that. <laughs> <laughs> the understatement of the year. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> but she also is the host of two podcasts. Uh, one of them is This Chick Talks Beer, which is her craft beer podcast, obviously. And then she also has The Neat Pour, which is a very bourbon-focused podcast. And so just to kind of start at the beginning, where did you start? Did you start with bourbon or did you start with craft beer? Or was there something else that got you into the world of professional drinking? <laughs> um, it was. It definitely started with the beer. Um I can I can thank my husband for my for my drinking. I mean, I was drinking before him, but really drinking now because of him. <laughs> um, he was the one who who introduced me to the whole craft beer thing. Um, he had just started uh, Chicago Beer Geeks, and I was hanging out with them. I was like, you know, there's always a bunch of dudes or the girls. So, you know, I kind of started my journey trying to find other women in craft beer, and it came across Gross Paint Out. They had all kinds of chapters across the states. Uh, across the states and um they allowed me to start a chapter here in chicago did that for a couple of years but then it's like i had to be a responsible parent because my girls were younger at the time so i couldn't drink and party as much as i wanted to so i had to step back but <laughs> i'm gonna send my empty nester now <laughs> i have one kid out she's in the air force she's 20 she's married and i have another one she's 16 it's like yes so yes, I got back to drinking um, responsibly, <laughs> of course. So, yeah, and the bourbon kind of kicked in. Um, it was so funny because at first I really didn't like bourbon. I didn't like whiskey because I didn't like the burn of it. But it was then once I started getting more into the barrel aged beers, that was like the gateway. And then COVID happened, pandemic. So 
you know, with Nick constantly like, oh, let's try this bourbon, let's try this bourbon. See, it was his fault with the beer. Now it's his fault <laughs> with the bourbon. And it's like, so I know we had discussed this kind of earlier. I had like one bottle, like I can literally show you. I have a picture. I have one lonely little decanter on my bar pre-COVID. We talking about like the COVID hit March 12th of 2020, which was my birthday. And I had I have a picture. Now you see my bar is really ridiculous. It's like I'm up to maybe 177 bottles. So Nick and I have our own separate bars. So, I mean, we may have some, you know, some that kind of, you know, the same bottles here and there. That's because mine's or his is open and we may keep an unopened bottle. But yeah, it's, it's gotten out of hand. Like right now on the table, I have a whiskey and I have a bourbon and I'm sipping on both. And then I have the stout. So yes, I have turned myself into a professional drinker. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. I love it. You have yourself like a libations flight set up. I love <laughs> it. You know, I have to keep the nine to five job because that's what pays for the kid and the household bills. But then, you know, I have the Afro beer chick merch, which pays for the drinking. So yes. <laughs> what's the, the point of life if you don't enjoy Dude, living, you know, the, the merch got to be doing good. If you got 177 plus bottles, <laughs> man, them t-shirts we sell. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Thank you. So we'll get a bottle here. We'll get a bottle there. We'll get this here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, you know, and then it's so funny because once you become a semi empty nester, I don't know if, you know, if, if you guys have children or not, when you hit that 16, your mark and it's like you know what i don't have to cook anymore like so what's the what do you want uber eats to bring you because after <laughs> cooking uh almost six days a week it's like look i'm tapped out what am i drinking tonight like when i get off the show yes. you guys i'm making a bourbon milkshake so that's my dinner <laughs> for tonight <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> oh man now i'm looking because i've got a milkshake stout and i've got bourbon right in front of me that now you i'm thinking I am thinking segment three is about to get. Sean, did, did you just like, you got to do both? You Let me do. tell you something now. Like, there, have been, there have been times if I have a, a stout that I didn't exactly care for or I wanted mm -hmm. to just kind of add it, I will pour my bourbon into my stout. And Rod J. Beer Ventures can vouch for that. I'm like, look, let me see how this tastes. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> or like, like I said, like I'm literally triple fisting it right now. So. <laughs> I mean, got the whiskey. Triple got the person. It. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's a, I thought, that's a I thought thing of I beauty right there. A badass by grabbing an extra beer, keeping it down there. But you are like, that's a whole new level. <laughs> Dennis, you got to step up your game. Dude, yeah. Oh, no, I can't. I don't know if I can hang. I could try. Most men try. cannot hang with me. <laughs> even, my, even my own husband cannot hang with me. He's like, we'll How find out at Barrel and Flow fast we will put together either you know a day a couple days before or at, maybe not after i don't know i feel like we're all gonna be cleaned up after oh no no i'm ready to lose but it's about the journey i just want to have fun <laughs> it's a, it's about attempting the challenge not oh, necessarily yeah. beating oh, yeah. the challenge <laughs> I, i'm the biggest nerd in the world i'm used to losing <laughs> oh my gosh yes we, we had so many so much so many memories from the fresh fest it was like i was drinking so much l who runs bring change collab She's like, ABC, I found your lashes right here on the, on the table. It's like, hey, it's one of those nights for after the bottle share, but I cleaned them up and put them back on and got back to drinking. <laughs> 
Oh, I love it. So do you have any bottles that are like prized possessions? Like what are your top bourbons right now? Okay, so my top bourbons, see, I'm like I'm like my husband. Like when when I get a bourbon, I want to open it up and, and drink it. He's more like, oh no, let's sit and wait and like what's the fun of that? Um, I have a pappy on my bar that has not been open. I have a um a Rock Hills farm, which is hard to find, which you know is normally like a $50, $60 bottle. Now secondary is like $400, which is crazy. Oof. That's not open. Um, but some of my go-tos, like I recently recently got this guidance whiskey and it is so good. It's a light zipper. So uh, we just opened this up on Sunday and you can see it's half gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to be ordering another bottle of that. And then the St. Cloud has also become a jam. Um, and then Mictors, of course. It's so hard. It's like asking which one is my favorite kid. It's like, which one did piss me off the most that day? So, <laughs> <laughs> so on the other side of things with, with uh, the beer side, uh, what are your favorite breweries in Chicago? Which are the breweries that you usually tend to go towards? Oh, gosh. I'll open them. I'm you know, Rev is always my jam. Those guys, Marty and John and Josh and uh, Jim, and oh my God, they do an they have an amazing beer program. So like their Deep Blue series, if you don't, if you have not gotten them, maybe I can send you some books. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Maplewood, um, Saint Laurent, as I had as my first beer, uh, Foreign Exchange, uh, oh God, Weiner is really good. And then if you go into the south suburbs, you have like Hillstorm City. The thing about Chicago is like Chicago land, and that's including the suburbs. When we say Chicago land, that's 177 breweries that we get to dip, dip into. And that's including Indiana. Like for some reason, I don't know how or when like Northwest Indiana became a part of Chicago land, even though it's like a, the state and over, but it is. Um, then you have like three Floyds, which my mom lives like three minutes away from on the Illinois side. There's so much good beer here that it's ridiculous. And then you constantly have new breweries opening up. And like um, I reached out to uh, Turner House. They're brewing, brewing out of a Lulu. And that's a new concept that's going to hit the south side of Chicago, which is literally now be Chicago's first Black-owned brewery. So I'm excited for that. So it's so much it's hard to tell you which one is my favorite because they all do different things so i think what we're gonna do is we're gonna send dennis with a van okay we haven't and, gotten the van yet well unless well, you're gonna help us i'll get, get on craigslist i'll find something it'll be nice <laughs> don't worry my man's gonna murder the murderer <laughs> <laughs> well yeah we'll, we'll set you up with a with a nice econo line van we'll, we'll head out to chicago and then we're gonna load that son of a bitch up I'm about that. Floor the ceiling with Chicago beers. <laughs> We're gonna get pulled over, and they're gonna be like, "Where's your numbers for shipping and distributing alcohol?" And be like, That's uh, fine. <laughs> "Here's our agent. It's gonna be Adam's cell phone number." And you're like, "I don't know the guy. <laughs> Never heard of him." This is all personal use. Don't worry about it. Stop asking questions. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I guess asking favorites in Chicago is kind of a kind of a hard question to, to answer. Cause like you said, there are so many there. So many. So many. I mean, with just within the city 
alone, I think we have like 77 breweries. So it's it's so hard. And then I'm right up here. I'm on the far north side of Chicago. So um, I have like half acre, then I'm maybe like 20 minutes away from Revolution. And then you have Corridor, which has three different concepts between job pop and um, Corridor and then uh, Roebuck. And then you have a uh, Butcher, which is again, another one of my favorites because they do amazing IPAs. It's just so much good beer here. It's hard to tell you which one is my favorite. <laughs> That's what you call good problems. Yes. Yep. The same embarrassment and riches that we kind of suffer out here. You know, we we have, you know, about 60 or something at this point that are within driving distance. So, yeah, it's it's all good problems for everybody. Right. Yeah. 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 And then like I'm so far north, I I'm literally an hour away. So it takes me an hour to get to my mom on the south in the south suburbs. Oh wow. But then it takes me an hour to get to Milwaukee. Like I went to Milwaukee uh weekend before last. Like I was up there like that. So it was like it's like Chicago. We call it Chicago's nicest suburb. No <laughs> but- <laughs> so Selfishly, Shalanda, I do want to ask you, so if we, my wife and I came up, where should we stay uh, to be able to have easy access, you know, Uber and so, because we're not going to drive around Chicago. That would just give me oh, too much gosh. anxiety. Uh, where whole... should we stay to like, you know, not spend $50 one way, you know, in an Uber? Like, where would you recommend staying? Honestly, if you like doing a hotel wise, I'm going to say stay downtown because that's the most centralized area. Um, I'm not going to suggest you stay in the hood or anything like that, but just like staying, <laughs> staying the way. Airbnb, so. Well, okay, now that. you go if you want to go cheap Airbnbs, then honey, no, you have to go to no. the south side for that one. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll pay. We'll pay for a hotel. We're yeah. getting old to have to like fight some kids. <laughs> yes, yes. You if you want to be more centralized, downtown is probably like your best because then you can hit the north side, you can hit the south side, you can hit right. the. You know, you know, you can hit it from all ankles. And then we even have a brewery, which kind of sucks. And it hurts my feelings that um, Crushed by Giants opened during the pandemic. And it was like right down the street from my job. And I was like, do you know how many lunches I could have been drinking at this brewery? <laughs> there you open when we're working from home. I do not appreciate this now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds good. That sounds like a plan. That's probably what we will do then. Yeah, and let me know because I would definitely uh, link up with you guys so we could just go drink. Guys, <laughs> us with a good time. We're already planning it. We love yeah. Chicago. Awesome. So, just to touch on your podcast a little bit, uh, I was listening to one of your more recent episodes. You had uh, you had Sinke uh, Brathwaite, and he was one of the relatives of the two gentlemen who started the Black Is Beautiful uh, initiative, like way yeah. before it was a beer. Uh, and I, I loved how you were able to incorporate something that wasn't, you know, beer into like what is the beer world and just give that backstory and history. Do you have any other guests that people should be aware of that are coming up with, you know, like whether it's a female owned brewery or a black owned brewery or just somebody who touches into the beer world the way Sinke did? Let me tell you guys, first of all, I appreciate like you guys come very prepared with your shows. I am not that prepared. So like I may like I usually record my show on a Thursday. I may not have a guest until like tomorrow. Like, hey, you want to record? record? <laughs> 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 and, and, and that kind of happened with 10K. <laughs> um, 
So my shows are like so last minute and it's like, it just happens to work out. I have a feeling I may end up doing this show um, uh, solo. I mean, hey, it happens. It is what it is. But um, um, I'm trying to get, it's so funny. I've, I've been thinking about even changing the name of the podcast from this chick talk beer to this chick talk shit <laughs> and other, beer and other shit because I don't just focus on the beer. But um, it's, it's I don't know. It's, it's anyway, the wind blows with me. It's like, oh, what do I want to talk about this time? And then I reach out to this person. So like now I'm trying to get um, uh, Tony Two Point because they started a whole um, initiative with Black and Soul where they're getting the Black LGBTQ community uh, a voice within the beverage community. So I definitely want to focus on them and what they have to say in this community. Um, at some point, I was just so so funny talking to Dr. J, like we need to do another drunk IG live. Maybe that may also be. <laughs> 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 My shows are so unplanned. I think that's what I love about them because it's really when you listen to them, it's just like two people having a conversation. I don't edit anything. What you hear is what you get because I don't edit shit. It's like, hey, it's a free fall. <laughs> I love it. It's super authentic. It really is. Yeah, because I don't have time to be adding that. That's what I said. I, I appreciate everybody that puts in so much time and energy and, and quality into their show. Don't get me wrong. I love my show, but it's like, I'm just going to put my intro on, put my outro on, post, and then go about my business. <laughs> <laughs> There ain't nothing wrong with that. No, no, not at all. Spe especially when you get as much good content as you do. I'd also suggest if you're looking for an episode to listen to, check out the episode she, uh, you did with the Bruising Banters podcast. Uh, we, that one was so fun. <laughs> we, we, met, we like ran into those guys at Fresh Fest as well. But yeah, that episode you did was a uh, uh, good shit talk, as you were saying. <laughs> And uh, I think we we might have to get them on our show as well. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, be prepared. Just be prepared because those guys are hilarious. They were one, you know, I don't, I don't really check like numbers when it comes to my shows. Like once I post and it just will happen if I go through like my emails and it's like, that one got like 10,000 downloads. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, okay, well, go, go ahead and knock ourselves out. <laughs> buy a t-shirt. Shit. I got bottles of bourbon to buy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, the last, one last thing I wanted to ask about was, was your theme song. You know, you're, you you said you're slapping the intro and the outro on with the theme song. Where did that come from? How did that come to be? <laughs> you know what the funny part about it is? It came from Fiverr. Fiverr.com. Really? Yeah. There is nothing wrong with Fiverr. <laughs> I went on Fiverr and I was like, okay, I want to do an intro. I want to intro for my, for my theme song. I mean, for my podcast. And then I came across this young man's, um, um, his profile. And I was like, look, I haven't heard your work, but um can you do an intro for me he's like yeah sure so he shoot me an invoice it was like 50 dollars. and the first take i was like and i gave him my my website i said look you can go and get a feel for who i am and then he sent me that first cut i was like man i said <laughs> change anything that's it so yeah i love my intro and i try to push him as much 
as I possibly can it's so bad because I don't know his name. I can't remember his name right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I do believe we have to get into our beers real quick yes what we're but drinking i'll go very quickly on my final thoughts it, sure it didn't really improve <laughs> and i'm still somewhat disappointed so <laughs> yep. no, steve said that like it was like a disappointed dad whose kid brought home a bad report card. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't I improve I feel, I feel still quite disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is the first time in the show's history that I've gotten like two beers out that I just didn't really care for. Yeah, I mean, you're normally better at picking them out. Yeah. I don't have this bad of luck, but yeah, that's uh-huh. what happens. Send, send this beer to the den. Make it think about what it's done. Okay. We'll do. <laughs> Segment three will be better. Yeah. Dennis, how about yourself? I was the total inverse, the opposite of Steve. I also had a super great time with the milky, milky, shaky, shaky strawberry edition from 10-7 Brewing. It was tasty, velvety smooth. You get that strawberry up front and the cream kind of carries it away on the back end. I enjoyed it. Again, sorry, Steve. You don't have to apologize for your No, no, no. This is two in a row. This is two in a row. (laughs) I feel bad for the guy. I It makes me just want to send him beer. <laughs> yeah. All right, Adam, tell us about your beer. So my beer, the beer that I had was the Hitchhiker Triple Thick. Like I said, this is a chocolate and vanilla milkshake stout. As we said earlier in the segment, it's Hitchhiker. They made a good beer. In other news, the sky is blue and water is wet. It's a fine beer. Uh, yeah, get yourself some Hitchhiker. I really like the combination of the chocolate and vanilla. I know there are some out there that like a Neapolitan with a little bit of a strawberry vibe to it as well. If you want that, just get what Dennis was drinking, combine the two, you'll be fine. If you don't, get this hitchhiker, get the triple thick if you can get it. And if you can't, just get something else from them. They always make good quality stouts. Or get the hitchhiker we all scream because that has everything that you just <laughs> you don't have to make that mix that you're talking about. Just hitchhiker has one that is Neapolitan. I want people to work for it. Uh, <laughs> As Adam said earlier, there's no free bees on this show. <laughs> free bees? bees? This isn't you a know, meat episode. As I said it, it definitely sounded like not one word. It was like free it really bees. Really didn't. Free bees? <laughs> Uh, last not last but not least, Shalana, what did you think of your black is beautiful beer? Um, it's still is steady, is um reliable, it's really good. It's coming at a strong seven percent. And I may or may not have poured a little bit of bourbon when you guys wasn't looking into my um black is beautiful beer, but yeah, I totally did that. It was good still. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Let me see what it was like. <laughs> I might like, uh, might take a little inspiration for segment three on that one. When seven percent isn't enough, coming. I mean, I'm gonna have to catch up with segment three because I'm on like bourbon number three at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna reload. We'll get some sort of drink in front of us. I'm not sure, entirely sure what it'll be, but we will be right back. Surprises all around. Hi, I'm Lauren. And I'm John. And we host the Beard Owl Podcast, the podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world, beer and Weird Al. And a bunch of other stuff. That's right. Do you like nostalgia? 
Do you like sibling banter? Do you like beer? Do you like Weird Al? Are you human? If you answered yes to any of those questions, give us a listen. Become one of our loyal commenters. Welcome back, everybody. It is still the Hop Nation USA podcast. I am still Adam. That is still Steve. Hello. Dennis is... Oh, yeah. Okay, get in on that. That's fine. Uh, Dennis is here from First Sip. Yes, sir. Still hanging out. Still having fun. And we thank you for being here. And Shalonda from Afro Beer Chick and her many podcasts. And many brothers and sisters here. <laughs> <laughs> and drinking. <laughs> yeah, drinking. And speaking of drinking, we got to get into our booze. Who hasn't gone first yet? Me. Shalonda, you get the point. What are you drinking? All right. I am about to shock you guys. I am drinking a porter. Yes. What? Yes, I know, right? So if anybody follows my ABC page, yeah, I know how I feel about porters. And I'm pouring into my trusty ABC glass. And it was so funny. This is from Revolution. This is the on and on part one. This is the collaboration with uh, Revolution and Half Acre, which are both here in Chicago, which are both amazing breweries. And I walked into Benny's and it was like, picture it, Chicago. 2021 <laughs> um this four pack of on and on the lonely four pack is sitting on the shelf for 40 dollars, and i was like you know what my spirit told me i had to get it i just had to get it and don't get me wrong um revolution has hooked me up with with this before and it was really good i really enjoyed it which provoked me to go ahead and spend the money to get it mm. so on and on shouts out to half acre and a revolution for making a porter that I actually like. Wow. Because we, we know I always say it takes like tasteless brown water, but not this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so I, good. It definitely means something coming. I, I am so glad that there is at least at least one beer out there that will defy the rules. Because everybody has that style that they don't like. And then most everybody has that one beer that is mm-hmm. the exception to that rule. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that that still, that still is correct. Yes. Everybody right. got that one. <laughs> Everybody's got that one. Yes. Everybody got it. Dennis, what are you drinking? What do you got going on? I'm glad you asked, Adam, because I cannot wait to share. Okay. <laughs> He's like, that's nice. <laughs> uh, so what I'm having on my end is from the Hackensack Brewing Company located in New Jersey heard of it uh, well hackensack new jersey to be specific which is yeah. uh, you know exactly where the i believe it comes from i believe <laughs> why are we just all of a sudden bullying dennis <laughs> oh i didn't take us bullying i took it as i have friends so i'm okay with it <laughs> oh that's a whole other can of worms oh, no. <laughs> so anyways talking about bullying this is a hardcore super tasty 11.1 percent imperial milk stout i think yes. it was a great way to wrap up the episode yes it is called stimulus package which is incredibly fitting uh for where we all find ourselves today and they even have on the can it's a limited edition quarantine can which is uh super neat really cool uh so looking at the beer pitch black light does not escape it mm, it's exactly what it is. the only thing i'm not the biggest fan of is absolutely no 
is <laughs> absolutely no uh, head retention. But sometimes with these big imperial stouts, you run into that. That's fine. Yeah. So why are you sipping? Or I'll ask, are there any adjuncts or anything like that? Or is this just a straight down the alley imperial stout? So obviously, since it's a milk stout, there's lactose, but it's also made with Guatemalan coffee. Nice. Which that is all that adjuncts it gives me. And they are uh, preaching peace, love, and beer right there on the side of the can itself, which right. we can all get behind that message. Absolutely. Steve, how about yourself? What do you got going on? I have something very similar to Dennis. Very similar, but still different. But I appreciate it. It's coming to us from Hightower out of Rayland, Ohio. Mm -hmm. And it is called Gone Squatching. Oh, that's so cool. It is a 10%. So not not quite 11. I I have a feeling I'm going to be on the low end this uh, <laughs> this segment. <laughs> but uh, yes, it is a 10% Imperial Stout. This one doesn't have, or at least it doesn't appear to have any extra adjuncts. So it's no coffee, no lactose, no nothing. It is just right down the middle stout, except for it is 10%. And... Boy, oh boy, I'm happy. <laughs> Finally. Hooray! You got one. I'm going to unmute myself on that one. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yes, I, I I had my fingers crossed on this one. And I was like, there's no way a 10% stout can fail me. And it didn't. <laughs> so I'm happy with it. <laughs> so hey. some could say you have gone squatching. Yes. Yes, I would Bat go, I would go squatching. One out of three. Them. Yeah, one out of three. It's fine. But yeah, I would I would go squatching with this beer. It's it's just straight down the middle. Get you drunk stout. It's excellent. Ooh, <laughs> just to get you drunk stout. Just to get you drunk stout. <laughs> Adam, what are you up to? So oh, I'm up to no good. So for this segment, I figured I'd go a little bit different. Uh, it's time to get out a little bit of the bourbon. So I got hey. myself some Woodford Reserve. I know I know it's not the four hundred dollar bottle. It's uh. It's not the Pappy, but that's okay. So I got me some Woodford Reserve, on reserve for drinking. Turns out it's good. <laughs> and when I'm done with that, uh, I've got something here from Dissolver. This is the Two Metal to Die. Oh, sick. This is the, this is a, I'm sorry to say this, a Baltic Porter. But uh, this is a collaboration. Uh with somebody and somebody else, because I don't know what the <laughs> label is supposed to be here. that's how collaborations work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yes, uh, Steve, unfortunately, this is not a beer. It's not a beer. It is not a beer because it only comes in at 3.6% ABV. Oh, dude, that's not metal at all. I know. And now, wait, are you are you joshing us or is this like, I don't know what's So right Steve's now. rules of beer. If the ABV is before is below four percent, it's not a beer. Well, those are the rules of any self-respecting human. Well, apparently Steve is now a self-respecting human, so he's, well, he's upgraded. He's squatching. <laughs> uh, so, Adam, the it, it is a collaboration between Dissolver. That's yes. one brewery. The other brewery is Salude Cerveceria. I don't. Even yes, know it that. is. Yes. yes, it is. 
Yes. I, I was going to read that as salad beer, but that would be completely Please wrong. don't. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. that well, would be wrong. Uh, you are still incredibly self-respecting, Adam, because you are also having some delicious bourbon with your non-beer. Yes. Yes. Yeah, is it, that's the only way to bump up the ABV on that. That is... <laughs> Dude, I am so mad right now. Now I'm mad at Adam's beer. I like my beer. I'm mad at Adam's beer. <laughs> you, can't, well, you, can't, you can't call a beer too metal to die and then make it yeah, under 4%. I don't understand that. I don't understand what... What kind of weak-ass shit is that? With that. Sorry? That's like, uh, going, that's like going to see Cannibal Corpse and then they cover Taylor Swift. That's trash. <laughs> Throw it. Shalonda's dead. She's dead. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that, um, for that assessment, but that was dead on. I just want to know. Oh my God, my beer went down the wrong way on top of my bourbon. <laughs> Sorry. Come on, guys. <laughs> Steve, get you, man. You don't you don't see it coming, but you grow to learn to expect it. Steve, Steve has that silent shade. It's like you don't know when it's gonna come. Yes, but it comes. Oh, he'll he'll dish you with a straight face. Like you won't even know that you're being made fun of. That's the you know what? That's the best part. That's the best height. Shade with a smile. I've, l- I've learned that very awful side of sarcasm and unpleasantness. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, if, if it'll make you feel better, uh, I can just stick with the Woodford. If that'll, if that'll. No, I mean, I, no, you're you're fine because you have the Woodford, and then you can just mix that together. You're fine. I'm just saying, if you're doing that on your own, and I'm just being very critical of Dissolver and Salute Cerveceria, you know, that's why I'm being critical of. It's a shot and a beer. Let's go yeah, with that. Exactly. Your choice is fine. It's a shot, a shot and yeah. a beer. So on the table, I have a shot, shot, and a beer, beer. <laughs> <laughs> so that's literally what I have. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is Steve is the one that's pulling up the rear here with only a 10% beer. I know. Yeah, beer. I said that. I said I was going to be low end on, on the segment this time because you know I have 10%. Dennis has 11. And 11.1, two... Steve. Sorry, didn't mean to That's you. right. Every, didn't tenth mean to of, every tenth of a percent counts in this arms race. <laughs> yeah, didn't mean to short <laughs> There's you. There's some crazy shit going on. We don't right. want to know what I have on the table, okay? Uh, just... no. <laughs> a good time. And oh, yeah, you for down. sure win. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> I was the woman. I win again. It's a win statement. I like let her know that the woman wins again. Yay. I sure will definitely let her know. She's gonna be like, yes. It was so funny because yes. like when I um so when we did an episode of uh Beers with an Angel, um, and again I was the only woman on the show, and I drank all of them under the sail. <laughs> I can see that. So fun. So fun. That's one of my biggest accomplishments. <laughs> Man, I'm going to need a whiskey after the, uh, the whiskey, a cigar after yeah, this one. Sure. I, I you can like, also have a whiskey. Does Adam do know both. what he's doing? What's happening yeah. over no, there? No, I don't. <laughs> you can have a whiskey too. Doesn't matter. All right. Well, since everybody's getting into the hard stuff this segment, it's the perfect time for a quiz. Oh, great. Yolanda <laughs> <laughs> was like, what? <laughs> Yes, but as is common, we always try to tailor our quiz to our guests. So this week's quiz is going to mostly be about bourbon and whiskey. Oh, damn. 
Yes. So it should be in Shalanda's favor, but my phone of friend. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. If that friend's in the other room, you can just yell for an answer, maybe. <laughs> no, never mind. He's not gonna hear me. <laughs> I'm gonna claim Dennis as my friend right now. Sure. See, thank you can you. try. I appreciate you can try. that, Adam. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna text my friend in the other room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, the rules are simple. If you can answer the question without getting the multiple choice, you get two points. With multiple choice, you get one point. If you miss the question, then the next person gets the chance to steal. And we have six questions and one final question for everybody at the end. All right. So with that, we can, I'll let Afrobeerchick decide whether she wants to go first or last. I'll go first. Okay. Something about that life. All right, then. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so I'll start you with a question that actually isn't about bourbon, but still about whiskey. Okay. Sazerac is both a rye whiskey and a cocktail. What is the first step in making a proper Sazerac? Drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, um, I know this one. No, I don't know, because I never made an actual Sazerac. I have a bottle of Sazerac on my bar. Um, I don't know. I, I have to pass on this one. Oh, do you, you could get the multiple choice. Okay, what's the multiple choice? Okay, so the multiple choices are A, squeeze a lemon over an ice cube. B, add two ounces of Sazerac. B, Hold on. The- <laughs> <laughs> she just thought how she'd make it. It was just had the scissor act. Right? <laughs> recipes, okay? Let me just let you guys know that now. <laughs> I mean, if you want to answer that, you can. Okay. Okay. Or C, rinse the glass with absinthe. Or D, add crushed ice. I'm going to go with B. B, add two ounces of Sazerac. That is incorrect. Adam, to you. I am going to go with C, rinse the glass with absinthe. That is correct for one point. Mm. Woohoo! I knew sucks for whatever. Yes, Sazerac, very popular in New Orleans. And boy, oh boy, I wish I could go back. Well, that's only acceptable if you do that and then immediately go down to Pat O'Brien's for you get yourself a hurricane. Oh, fuck yeah. Get a hurricane, get a fucking uh, hand grenade. Damn. Yeah, yeah dude. Steve's going in. I dream about New Orleans a lot. It's rough. <laughs> it's rough. All right. It's fantastic is what it is. Yeah, it is. Adam, your question. We, all, we all know the mint julep is the official drink of the Kentucky Derby. What is the official drink of the Belmont Steaks? So easy. I have no idea. <laughs> Talk to him. If he misses you, <laughs> you're next. <laughs> I'm going to miss all these questions. <laughs> I have to go with the multiple choice. Lay it on me. A, the Belmont Jewel. B, the Black-Eyed Susan. C, the Sure Thing. Or D, the Farrier. They all sound real. <laughs> I'll go D, the farrier. That is incorrect. Mm. Dennis. Mm. Let, let's hit them choices again, Steve. 
the Belmont Jewel, the Black Eyed Susan, or the, the Short Belmont Thing? Belmont Jewel, A. Damn it. Hands down, A. And Dennis is on the board with a point. It is the Belmont Jewel. I'll help you get that one around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Belmont Jewel, uh, like the mint julep, is also made with bourbon. Uh, but unlike the mint julep, it's made with pomegranate juice and lemonade. Mm. And then the black eyed. Good. Yeah, I'll dip into it. The black eyed Susan, that's actually the official drink of the Preakness. What yes. liquor in it? I'll dip to any of those. <laughs> they all yeah, have I don't think there's a them. wrong answer when it comes no. to just drinking. No. <laughs> all right, Dennis. Here's yes. your question In what city was the old fashioned invented? Hmm. That's an easy question, Steve. But before I give you the answer, what are the multiple choice options? Oh, okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that easy to answer. Uh, was it I'd New York? Drink, but yeah. Was it New York? Was it Chicago? Was it Louisville? Or was it New Orleans? New York. That is incorrect. Fuck. <laughs> Shalana, your choice, your chance to steal. Wait, can I have it again? Chicago, Louisville, or New Orleans. It was. I feel like if it was Chicago, you would know. You live there. Yeah, it was Louisville. That is incorrect as well. Damn it. <laughs> wow. Now it's the opposite. If it is Chicago and you didn't know, that's terrible. <laughs> I don't know about it, but look, I just live here. I just know the prices are high. And it's... <laughs> Adam, your chance. Chicago or New Orleans? I gotta go Chicago. And Chicago was the right answer. God damn it. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't have thought of that. When I think of the old fashioned, I obviously think like way back when and New York being one of the mm-hmm. you know original places. Okay, so I've heard like mixture of both, but I've always heard mostly about Louisville. So Yeah, so Louisville was actually it was a story that was out there, but it was eventually proven false by Chicago papers because mm. Chicago papers were printing about old fashioned drinks before this uh, supposed club called the Penn Dennis Club in uh, Louisville opened. I'm texting my husband next time. I'm like, look, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like the liquor historian for the Newport. Like, if you notice, like when he's dropping his historical facts, I'm quiet because like I don't know none of that shit. So yeah. <laughs> it's always fun with Steve's games. You never know what's gonna happen except um, that everyone's guaranteed to lose. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, Shalana, it's back to you. Your Ooh, question is I'm about to lose. Bourbon has a lot of requirements in order to even be called bourbon. Like it can only be made in the U.S. and it has to be aged in charred oak barrels. What is the upper limit proof of mm. bourbon? What do you mean with the upper limit proof? So, like, what's the highest proof that a bourbon can be? I uh, see here. Now, mind you, I have a bourbon on my bar that's that's one hundred and twenty-eight point five proof. Proof. Is that one hundred thirty? No, there's no limit. Or you can take multiple choice. There, multiple there's, choice. There's, there's definitely a limit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or else you'd kill people. There's definitely oh, a limit. God. What is it? Okay. So is it 80 proof, 110 proof, 
151 proof or 160 proof? 160. Right. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Hundred and, wait, what was the last two? 100 and what? 60? 160 is the last one. 150. 151? That's the last one? Well, it's, it's 80 proof, 110 proof, 151, or 160. 151. I've never seen 160 proof bourbon ever in my life. Okay, that's incorrect. God damn it. 160, <laughs> Steve? Adam, to you, not Dennis. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just saying, if that's not it, it has to be 160. Adam's a smart human. He can do the math. I know that barrel proof, it, it can't go higher than, when you put it in the barrel, it can't go higher than 125. So, Oh my God! So That's true. Uh, you mean you mean to tell me that they can have a bourbon that goes up to 160 proof? Okay, Adam, you got this question, but still. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I have to guess 160 proof, so I'll go 160. Yes, that is correct. That's insane. <laughs> Crazy, because like the bourbon that I have in my bar is like 120, and that will put you on your ass. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're you're totally right. It can't go into the barrel at. at more than 125 proof or whatever but if they somehow can get it up to 80 percent you know abv they can have it it can still be bourbon now, but you know what i'm gonna that's it i need you to come <laughs> here and answer these questions for me <laughs> i'm enjoying them <laughs> i told you the only one that wins these games is the viewer <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, how does she have a bourbon podcast and she doesn't know all about bourbon? No, hey, I, I've been I never drinking, so. would have even thought of that question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Adam, back around to you. All right. In 2011, Maker's Mark created a cocktail for which NFL football team using eight ounces of Maker's Mark and 32 ounces of apple cider? Ooh. Uh, and then a various number of spices. I drink that. I'm going to need a multiple choice. I have an idea, but okay. I'm going to need a multiple choice. Was it the Bears? Was it the Stillers? Was it the Packers? Or was it the Patriots? Shit. None of those were the ones I was thinking of. <laughs> so you had Who were you idea, thinking of? The Jets? <laughs> I, was, I was thinking Jets or Giants. Ah... Uh, Maker's Mark and apple cider. Yeah. And then various things like cinnamon sticks. Right, right, I right. Mean, you know. You're you're assorted accoutrement. Yes. It was it was the Pats, the Packers, the Bears, and the Stillers. The Stillers. Ah. Did you say what year this was, Steve? Or you didn't? 2011. 2011. Ten years ago. Um I feel that the Bears would wouldn't do that because it would have to be an old fashioned. The Packers fans would be too filled up with cheese to worry about things like that. Maybe (laughs) Stillers. eh, I don't see that. I gotta go Pats. I gotta go Pats. And you are wrong. Oh, on to you, Dennis. Chance to steal. Bears, Stillers, or Packers? 
here's the thing. I feel like if Steve's asking this question, it's probably the Steelers. However, I feel like I would have heard about it. But then again, 10 years ago, I was just drinking anything that walked in front of me. So I wasn't that in tune. <sighs> Shit. I'll go Steelers. And Dennis, get the point. Really? Not that I actually knew the answer. I just thought if that sucks. That's the one answer I did know. I, I didn't. <laughs> you just logic your way through it. <laughs> I did. But honestly, yeah. I would drink that. That sounds good. And do you want to know the name for this almighty drink? Yeah, absolutely. The Steelers Cider. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's not fun. <laughs> but is that still a thing, Steve? Like, or... Well, I'm sure it's still a thing that you can make. It's just, uh, yeah, it was originally invented by Maker's Mark for the game in which the Steelers played the Packers. Mm. Ah, okay. Got it. And I just threw the Bears in there because we're talking to Afro Beer Chick from Chicago. So, yeah. No, but that was. I knew it wasn't the Bears. I knew it wasn't the Bears. (laughs) That was good logic, though, in Adam's part. Since now we know that Chicago is known for inventing the old fashioned, they should probably have did like an homage to that. Yeah. So good job, Adam. I mean, terrible job on answering the question correctly, <laughs> but good job on the first initial thoughts. <laughs> I'm here to help. Burke it down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dennis, on to the final question of the regular round. This is Dennis. A cocktail invented by the bourbon blog combines bourbon, Evan Williams Honey Reserve, a bottle of Hefeweizen, Jesus one orange, and this condiment. Condiment? Yes. I don't know that one. Condiment. <laughs> I want it to be Worcestershire sauce, but I'm going to ask for my uh, multiple choices first. Okay. Is it mustard, mayo, relish, or barbecue sauce? Oh, God. Oh, what kind of thing is that? <laughs> Awful is what I'm saying. So, mustard, <laughs> relish, mayo, or barbecue sauce? Yeah. I just threw up a little bit. <laughs> um, definitely not mayo that's that would curdle mustard i can't see that's a relish or barbecue sauce what organization this is from the bourbon blog out of louisville i'm gonna go barbecue sauce dennis you get yourself another point Hey. I, just, I just thought where that's located, barbecue's a thing. Let's roll with it. Oh, yeah. And Jesus Christ, mayo? Mayo? Okay. If so, anyone puts that in there. So actually, there is a cocktail out there. Mm-hmm. I believe it's called lung butter. That is hey, oh, mayo. Did you yeah. say lung butter? I did say lung butter. Oh, God. Yeah, there is, there is a cocktail out there that is made with mayo. It is. It sounds like something that came out of a frat house. I'm sure it did. <laughs> It is awful, though. But yes, the beer, bourbon, and barbecue cocktail was created by the bourbon blog. Okay. They ask, and it's kind of a a shitty use cocktail because they ask you to make barbecue water by mixing 19 ounces of barbecue sauce with 19 ounces of hot water to create the barbecue water so it's not uh, as thick in the cocktail. Right, but when you right, make the right. cocktail, you only use a quarter ounce. Huh. <laughs> a quarter ounce of 38 ounces. <laughs> Wouldn't it make more sense to just divide everything down to a quarter? 
Yes, it would. But they that's not the way their recipe went. <laughs> <laughs> no the one rest- was sober making that cocktail. But barbecue was also like the only one I was willing to experiment with and try. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. This brings us to our final question. And it'll be worth four points as Adam and Dennis both have three points. Mm. So <laughs> well, right. Jonathan has mine. That's okay. the final question though is worth four points and it's simply this take the number of medals won at the american distilling institute 2020 awards ceremony take those take the number of medals won by illinois and multiply it by the number of medals won by pa oh god wait what was the question again (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Steve thinks we all want to go work for NASA when we grow up. <laughs> Doing- I lost this. I'm just going. I'm, just, I'm over here just drinking at this point. <laughs> I know that's the point. Everybody gets drunk and then I make you do and that. ordering pizza. <laughs> yeah, what kind of pizza? Ooh, that's a good idea. I'm ordering pizza, y'all. I'm, not, I'm dead serious. I'm ordering pizza. <laughs> Stuff crust, deep dish. No, thin crust. Yeah. I don't know. I gotta ask. You're in Chicago. You have like deep dish on pizza. hand. You have all the good options. Yeah, we don't get deep dish out here. Uh, the question though was take the number of medals won for spirit distilling by Illinois and multiply it by the number of medals won by PA. So kind of like the GABF, but for spirits. Oh, I definitely don't. I'll venture, I guess. Okay. Oh, 40... you don't get multiple choice on this? No, no, it's a, it's, it's the closest. It's the closest oh, to the number. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'll Adam's... go 40, 46. Okay, Adam says 46. Who I don't know who's next, Steve. It doesn't matter. Whoever oh, okay. has yeah. Land Rush. Yeah. I'm going to go 30. 30? Go 111. 111 by <laughs> Dennis. Cuz those are multiplications. Yeah multiplications add up yes they do very quickly (laughs) so (laughs) in 2020 illinois won four medals from the american distilling institute i went in (laughs) (laughs) i was the closest closest. (laughs) and pa won 36 medals from the american distilling institute oh damn never mind i lost (laughs) holy shit (laughs) meaning between the two of them and multiplied it was 144 medals making dennis our winner gross (laughs) it was a gross (laughs) (laughs) what what's the total score oh so i guess not enough yeah so the total score would be dennis with seven points and adam with three points and Shalanda went on. I, I didn't want to say that. That's okay. No, no, here's the thing. No, here's, that's okay because Shalanda still wins because she has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven drinks on her Yes, table. you you won overall. Yeah, drinks. why does that sound like a song? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's like drinks. it's like that old. It's like the old. Um, you remember that old um Saturday cartoons? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Now it'll be stuck only, in my head for the next week. <laughs> I'm only really happy because I never win any of these. That's games. very true. This is yeah, Dennis, I never win. I don't know when the last time Dennis won, but this is definitely a Dennis win for a change. 
Yeah, it never. You know what? Let me pour some more. Let me pour some more beer in my glass. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> my porter in my glass. Porter in her glass. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> One, that is your two. prize is an entry into the ladybug picnic yes oh i love the ladybugs <laughs> and i love picnics pizza so has been ordered I'm messing you around with you guys <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna hear a <laughs> you hear a knock at your door <laughs> <laughs> we've been waiting for you <laughs> Reese Company too, but also <laughs> just like again with the declarative sentences. Yeah. It's it's also your prize that you can talk about your beer first. Yes. So this stimulus package from Hackensack Brewery located in New Jersey is phenomenal. Really enjoyed it. It is strong. It is everything I wanted. Uh, the lack of head retention did not affect my experience at all like I thought it was going to. It's really smooth. It hits all the notes, Steve, that I wanted from an imperial milk stout. All right. Well, continuing down the stout train, I'll just go back to mine from the Hightower Brewing Company out of Rayland, Ohio. I got Gone Squatching. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun name. I actually, I was trying to look up more info because like there's no info on the can other than it's just a 10% stout, but on, there's no info on untapped either, but I I did find there's another brewery that has a whole series of gone squatching stouts that are like peanut butter and such, but I don't know. That's neither here, neither here nor there. (laughs) So you know what, are are they playing homage to uh, Sasquatch? Like you don't know anything about them? Like, is that, or just... (laughs) I think they just don't, don't put info on untapped. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just looking too far into it. Yeah, no, no, work. Dennis, I, I like your theory. I'm going to subscribe to that, that theory. I thought that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, no, they just, it's just a straight down the middle stout. Nothing uh, nothing too special about it, except for that it's 10%, but that's also very good. So <laughs> I'm into that. And it's a win for you, Steve. I tell you what, man, after the night you had with beer selections, you deserve that. I was on the struggle bus. Yes, you do. It's the struggle <laughs> bus. <laughs> now, honestly, Steve, you weren't even on the bus. You were on the side of the road hoping not to get murdered. by Steve, I fell for you. I mean, because it was like, it was like one of those nights when like a kid pissed you off. It's like, man. You just couldn't. You just couldn't get there. And I felt you. <laughs> Finally, it like it came through. Like yes, I'm a win. I got my win. <laughs> I didn't yeah. get my. I mean, I got my win too. I mean, I'm you got win. a lot of wins. We'll get to your you wins in a so minute. Wins. <laughs> more wins than I did points in the game that we played. <laughs> yeah. My dog is sitting here looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> <Hey>. Adam. <laughs> Your 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 small poultry of wins that you had. My small uh, well, welcome to my life, Steve. <laughs> Be nice but, uh, to Adam. Yeah, thank you, Dennis. I appreciate that. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> I need all the wins I can get right now. But uh, the Woodford Reserve, I mean, come on, come on. It, it's it's good. I like it. I, it's in my house for a reason. I'm gonna drink more of it probably after this show. Uh, but I did get into some beer as well. The Two Metal to Die, the Table Baltic Porter. This was by Dissolver and by Salud Seversia, a collaboration. Yes, it is not technically beer by Steve's rules of beer, <laughs> but 
that's okay. I liked it. Uh, I am a fan of porters. Uh, I get down with them from time to time. <laughs> I, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I liked it. I, I like what they're doing. Yes, it is a very low ABV uh, porter, but at the same time, they kind of called their shot a little bit because they called it a table Baltic porter. Table beers are not supposed to be, you know, right. rocket fuel. This one is certainly not. So I'm okay with that, but I liked it. I like what they did with it. I'm glad I got more in the fridge because I'm going to drink it. Uh, shout out to my friend Greg for setting me up with this. We uh, were able to get a little uh, exchange going. Pittsburgh beers for North Carolina beers. So thank you again, Greg, for books. Pittsburgh books for North Carolina books. Um, Jesus, Adam. <laughs> well, no, this, this one, this one was face to face, so it was legit. Oh, okay. okay. All right, all right. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't have to sugarcoat this one. Snitch. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I chose my words deliberately because I know what this delivery was. It was okay. <laughs> USPS ain't gonna get me on this one. <laughs> oh yes, a good beer. Thank you, Greg. Good people, good beer. That's all I have to say. Okay. Nailed it. And on to Shalana with everything that you had. Uh, oh, damn. Everything that I had? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Shalana. <laughs> okay, I had St. Cloud bourbon. I had Guidance whiskey. I had still some of my Black is Beautiful, which is now gone. And now I have the Porter, which yeah, I know how I felt about Porters, on and on from uh, Revolution and Half Acre, which Still freaking amazingly good. <laughs> Am I feeling great? Yes. I'm so great that I order pizza. Like, I'm not going to cook yes. shit at this point. Yeah. <laughs> feeling great. My one and one, um, it's always good straight off the bat, but um, I always let it warm up just a little bit because you get more flavor from it. It's like, it's robust. It's roast. I don't know. You know what? Hold on. I think that. <laughs> in the moment review no it's a lot of for me i get like a lot of baker's chocolate it's not super sweet and that's what i'm loving at my old age you know you know i don't want to i don't want to feel like i'm drinking my cavities and this porter it has that flavor it doesn't taste like tasteless brown water <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first ladies and gentlemen exclusive. you know this is always getting exclusives and shit so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love it we've got we've got to get her some of uh lincoln avenue's porter oh yeah I, how dare yeah. you guys it's it's, Ooh, it's. I'm actually kind of nervous. Called out. I, I like dare. It. I did. You know what? Here's it. When people always tell me, "I'm gonna send you a porter," and I and I know you're gonna like it. My whole thing is now. I dare you. I dare you. There have only two porters that I can say that I have truly enjoyed. Right now, I can't recall the other one because I've been drinking. But <laughs> on and on is definitely one of them. Right I guess we could send it with a sample little bottle of like bourbon or something. Yeah. That way if she's like, man, just that may motivate me. <laughs> <laughs> or or we can just wait for uh barrel and flow fest and we'll see. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll just get a growler. Why why do that? That's so far away. <laughs> that is. But so far away. I'm sure with as busy as we all are, time would go just like that. 
had to, look, I don't know what I had to do to go to Beer and Photo Fest. I had to basically bribe my kid. Like, look, are you going to homecoming? Because, I mean, if she was going to homecoming, I wasn't going to right. Beer and Flow. She was like, no, mom. I was like, are you sure? I'm going to give you like $100 if you don't go. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, I'm not going. I was like, okay, go on. I'm going to Beer and Flow Fest. <laughs> bribing children (laughs) look at this point she's 16 so hey it is what it is (laughs) i love it yeah all right well let's just continue on uh shalana feel free to plug any and everywhere that you want people to find you social media your podcasts just website anything at all well, you can always catch me at the website at afrobitchu.com and also on the, you can catch my husband and I collectively at the kneeport.com. Um, individually, afrobitchick and all the social media so you can catch me talking shit and collectively with the hubs at the kneeport on all the social medias. Yes. Yeah. She's definitely one of those essential Twitter follows. Um, I, I don't i she's always got something good going on whether it's beer or bourbon or just talking shit so yeah that's, why we, that's why we follow her and that's why we enjoy her so. <laughs> <laughs> all right and dennis why don't you tell everybody what's going on with first at brew box absolutely so some of the big things we have coming up so this month uh depending upon when this drops which it will probably be april so we're still going to have a lot of really unique stuff that we feature a free roll brewing located in percocee pennsylvania um as far as april's concerned we are partnering with two roots brewing um out over in the west coast they are a non-alcoholic brewery so we are sending out and this is we haven't even released this yet on any other platform including our own own um we're sending out some of their award-winning beers that aren't tech beers that you are allowed to ship because they're non-alcoholic and the cool thing about these brews they have a hellas and an ipa that they sent into the gray american beer festival and won medals because the judges couldn't tell that they were non-alcoholic beer which is super dope so we're going to include those next month's brew box to take advantage of that hit us up at firstsetbrewbox.com choose your tier or jump into the shop get a one-time brew box and if you're looking to follow us on social media just like you should with Hop Nation USA, you can find us at First Hit Brew Box across all of our social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, YouTubes, Twitters. Catch us on the YouTubes at The Daily Sip. And yeah, that's it. We're even on TikTok doing little crazy dances, building boxes, porters getting into mischief, anything. All at First Hit Brew Box. Thanks. That's kind of so professional and shit. <laughs> Yeah. This shit but, talks very taking lessons. <laughs> well, Dennis was definitely trained to do this multiple times with all the podcasts he's been on. Yeah. And to be fair, Steve, you guys were the first podcast I've ever been on whenever we met each other oh. um, at the Brutal Beer Fest and doing so many episodes with you guys really motivated me to uh, start our own stuff. And that's really where the passion started of reaching out to people virtually on different mediums uh, is all started here at home with hot nation usa and that's why no matter what no matter yeah hopefully as big as we grow we'll always make time to be a part of the hot nation usa podcast so then does that mean you're going to be on my podcast as well yes 
hundred percent. All you gotta do is slide in those DMs. I don't know if I'm showing up with bourbon, but I'll show up with some heavy hits. I'm sliding the DM right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally hold on. You think I'm playing, right? <laughs> For some reason, you think I'm playing. I'm sliding the DMs right now. So <laughs> we'll, we'll make it work. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so while she sets up the next podcast with Dennis. If you want to find us, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you all the social medias that include Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then just search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher, like Stitcher Pod, being Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're on everything that starts with pod and ends in cast. And if you're on any of those platforms, I'll leave a five-star review because... We are a six fingers worth of bourbon show, but they only <laughs> let us pour five. And that's a bigger crime yes. than having to enter a lottery to win Sazerac in Pennsylvania. God damn you. <laughs> well, y'all like, well, y'all like Sazerac? Because I, I, can, I can send you some because we have abundance of it on the shelves here. It's it, like you can you can get some of the regular, but like getting the six year and the 18 year is you have to enter lotteries. Oh, never mind. It took me out to run yeah <laughs> it sucks <laughs> i love my bourbon <laughs> i love my bourbon yes thanks again to shalana for coming on the show i mean we had a good time yes this is fantastic a great time for sure one for the ages oh you guys make me feel so special <laughs> <laughs> And I guess we have to shout out Dennis as well. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, of course, Dennis. I mean, yeah, you know, I guess it's yes. here. Yeah, yeah. Right. Dennis, I slid in the DMs. No, I saw it. I already responded back. We'll get on the calendar. We'll make it work. <laughs> but this has been absolutely phenomenal. I never missed the opportunity to hang out with Hot Nation USA. And then now, Afro Beer Chick, we are starting our journey together. I'm going to enjoy all the times so we get to hang out as well. Dennis, we appreciate that. My only request is whenever the IPO happens, let me know so I can get in early. So right, I can get same my here. Retirement taken care of. Oh, yeah. guys, that is called insider trading, and I'm just kidding. We'll do it, and we'll all go. To <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Look, here it is. And I'm and I'm okay with that. That's right. I'll sleep well. I'm all yeah. right. Me too. Yeah. I did. I don't have that kind of conscience. As long um, as I'm not in jail, but I'm okay with that. No, time out. Why did I just realize if I ever need a crew to rob a bank, we're on this <laughs> podcast right now together. <laughs> Steve's the driver and or security. Wait, wait, hold on. Nah. Hold on. Adam, I was gonna say Adam's the driver. Thank no, you very much. Thank honestly, you very much. honestly, if you need a getaway driver. And I have a feeling if my syndicate members are listening to this podcast <laughs> that they will vote me as the getaway driver because I was their ghetto Uber driver when we went to Fresh Fest. They were they were talking about like, oh my God, you're you're driving too fast. And I'm like, look, did you die though? <laughs> All right, done. <laughs> the perfect getaway driver. driver. Steve. I mean, I live in Chicago. I have to drive that way. <laughs> that is true. All right, we're going to figure this out. I know you guys are ending the podcast. Add this into the extra blooper sections if you want to. <laughs> but we're mapping this out. Shalanda, for sure, the driver. Steve, I need you to pick up and throw people. Um, yeah, no, I'm always the muscle. That's fine. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> 
Adam, I feel like two things. One, you're you're going to be really good at helping us plan things. And two, if anyone needs to fit into tight places, you are the only one, my man. You are the only one <laughs> well, yeah, that's the... getting in there. You know, Steve's not fitting in anywhere. I'm no. not fitting in anywhere. <laughs> so my man's crawling through vents, letting us in places. We got this. We got so this. does that mean that you're the tech guy, Dennis? I'll be the – I could be – well, I feel like Steve can do that too. Um, I'll also be the tech guy but i could also be like the smooth talker you know i could just get up there i'm the one like hey you're being robbed but you won't die and he's, we'll figure it out he, he's As good robber to my bad robber yes <laughs> <laughs> steve just picks up two humans hits their heads together they fall like coconuts the yeah <laughs> i'm the old coconut clunk <laughs> All right. I'm glad we had this conversation. We figured this out. So if the opportunity ever arises, we can make this happen. All and this right. has been Crime Spree Planning on Hot Nation USA. <laughs> FBI, don't joining. listen to this. <laughs> Turn this off, FBI. Right the now, they, cl- they flicked off the recording machine. Hey, guys, they say don't listen to this. He said don't. <laughs> Wait. He said don't. <laughs> all right well with that we'll be back next week with something new and uh you know in the meantime go check out the daily sip episode with dennis and afro beer chick as you wait for the next episode of the hob nation usa podcast goodbye cheers bye